Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, oh, it's great. Is it? <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Happy July 4th. Happy July 4th to you it, as it well. Is the, it is the 4th, technically, that we're, when we're recording this. It uh, is. It's it's the wee hours of the morning. It is. Because we've glad. just been up all night celebrating America. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, we're up uh man, 12 12:53 a.m. 12:53 starting we, to record. We have had multiple technical issues. We have. It hasn't been the easiest night. It has not, but, but I'm glad I'm glad I'm up doing it with you. Yes, yes. Yes. It's going to be it's going to be so great. <laughs> hey, how do your how do your pets do with fireworks? Uh Rocky our big black lab. He is completely unfazed. I wasn't sure if you were describing your dog or the way they're doing with fireworks with the ups and downs. No, that it was Rocky. <laughs> no, no, my dog, my dog Rocky. Uh, our our uh, oldest daughter's dog. That sounds weird to say. It's our dog. Mm-hmm. Boston is our dog, yes. but he hates fireworks. Ugh. He will climb up on your head and is not a fan so hopefully he's doing well in his other location my uh my cats they do just fine i always forget that uh they grew up on the streets <laughs> they were they were street cats for uh quite a long time they've uh, been before. around gunshots and loud noises and all well, kinds of stuff yeah yeah maybe i don't know what neighborhood they were in but in here in fort wayne but uh <laughs> Yeah, they were street cats who got adopted. Well, they were street cats who got picked up by the city, uh, fixed, uh, put in a shelter to give a chance for adoption before they were released back into the community. Which actually, I love that, right? Like, yeah, that they have yeah. uh, they have community cats that keep like rodent populations down in certain neighborhoods and things like that. And but uh, in that in between time when they were being. Um, uh, when they were in a, in a, they were given a chance at adoption. Uh, someone adopted them both, and uh, and then they had them for about a year, and then they told me about one of them, and so I went to adopt one of them, and saw the other one. I was like, "Hey, what the heck? What's going on? Why are there two? And they're like, "Oh yeah, we were gonna we we're putting this other one up for adoption too." I was like, "Well, are they like together?" They're like, yeah, we, yeah, we adopted them at the same time. We've had them for about a year. I was like, well, I can't separate them. So that's the story of how I wound up with two cats who are unfazed by fireworks. You have really turned into an animal lover and a sweetheart after killing so many hamsters in your tubes. Uh, I forgot we talked about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot that uh, that was part of the equation. Well, it was a long road a, to get here. You're such a good person. I'm a great person, actually. <laughs> a humble, great person. Uh, I'm the most humble person ever to have lived. Like, <laughs> like, like Moses before me. 
Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, how are you doing? You just I'm good. Uh, good. Just got over being sick a little bit. I did. Did had got the got the COVID for got the second bid. time. Yeah. It really didn't. I did kind of randomly took a test. I shouldn't say randomly. Not like I'm taking them all the time, but um, just had kind of a normal head cold and had some appointments coming up. And Teresa said, "Hey, why, why don't you take a test and just make sure." And uh, it was positive and yeah. life changed for several days and hanging up by myself in my bedroom. And uh, must have been super yeah, fun. <laughs> super fun. So somebody, somebody texted me and said, Hey, what are you reading? And I said, the television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But that was, uh, yeah, got, got some TV time in. Yeah. So, but uh, retested, mm-hmm. negative, and mm-hmm. whoop, whoop. yeah, feeling good, good to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you How look you? good. You look good well, on the Zoom call. Uh, thank yeah. you. You look yeah. great. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. One in the morning, I always look my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm great. I'm I'm good. I'm good. We're just you know enjoying the Fourth weekend and celebrating yeah. America. Gonna be married soon gonna be yeah yeah i think of 40 days or something i think person was saying today wow Ooh, she's got the countdown yeah she's got the countdown 40 days i said that's uh one one span of 10 commandments (laughs) super spiritual guy one jesus temptation away from being married (laughs) one jesus in the wilderness uh yeah one noah's art ark one one Noah's Ark rain, one flood rain, right? Wasn't it 40 days? And then another yeah. 40 days for the waters to recede. Yeah. You're uh like my hairline. <laughs> hey It's co- it's comedy night at <laughs> one in the morning on the fourth of July. Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh Anyways. My goodness. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Uh, lots going on this this season there in America. Is. There is, there yeah. is. We've got the whole row thing going on. Yep, yep. Got the January sixth hearings. And yep. Man, just a lot, you know. Yeah, and a lot, a lot more coming. Yeah, it I does have a, a. I have a feeling this election season is going to just be a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on. Two calm, uh, intellectual individuals just sharing ideas. And America's just going to choose which ideas they like the most in a respectful manner. Really, really feel that one coming this, this, I, this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, still fe- still feels very contentious. Yeah, say that. You know? I mean, uh, gas prices are high and yeah you know we can talk policy and all that kind of stuff but coming from a different angle mm-hmm. i think um man a video hit me this past week uh that i i felt like we should uh we should play and we should share it really kind of makes me think from a christian perspective in this country it, um as we see the the church in America, uh, obviously a general statement 
really trying to get wins or like we've, we've, we've won this battle, you know, with the overturning of Roe and um, a lot of these things where I, I often wonder like Jesus didn't could have, but chose not to, and kind of said a lot of things along the way of the, the work. My kingdom is a different kingdom. Mm. Like I'm not going to do this from a power, from a place of power, from a place of, of, um, government authority. That's a whole different deal. And, and Jesus just comes and says, Hey, we're to love people and, and, and we're to introduce people and invite people into this kingdom way. And which is why he came to this earth, um, yeah. in part. And, um, and so anyway, I'll, I'll play this and we'll kind of chit chat about it. Yeah. Clearly what you're going to hear as a listener um, I think we both have heard this before, this video before. Um, Chris and I would not, you and I would not agree with this person's stance. I, yeah. I, I hope that that's very clear yeah. when you hear it. Yeah. But I think it gives us a launching point to talk about how we really engage um, with the culture and with people who have different vantage points than we do. So uh, let's give this a listen. Oh. These comments might be strong, but it's how I genuinely feel. Um, I don't care that you're a Christian. I don't care what the Bible says. Like, I feel like it's a clown show, like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues, right? I don't care if you're Christian. In fact, I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care what the Bible says. You have every right in the world, all those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the Bible says you live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care, but you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter and this verse, I don't care. I don't care, I don't believe in it, and I have the right based on our constitution to not believe in it. Hmm. You know, there's a lot in there, yeah. clearly, but I think overall, what I hear from her and her passionate response really shouldn't surprise us. Mm. And, and so that's what I think of when we're trying to, I don't know, quote unquote, become a Christian nation or, or believe that we are and, and how a person like that is viewing Christianity, viewing what her perspective on Christians and the desire to win, to control, to have power, to have authority over people. Um, that's the part that gets concerning to me when we're yeah. to be of God's kingdom 
invite people into that way. And, and, and scripture and what, you know, we believe to be true and we believe to be the way that we live our lives under the authority of God and, and the scriptures doesn't make any sense to somebody like that. So how are they going to see and how are they going to know, how are they going to feel heard? I mean, that's one part of the equation. As I listen to that, the other is because we live here and we have the freedom we do, we should have the ability to believe how and what we want to believe. If, if, if I'm following Jesus and I live in another, if, if I live in Thailand or if I live in Iran or I live so many other places where the dominant faith is something other than Christianity, you know, the expectation that I'm going to follow Buddha or I'm going to follow, you know, uh, Muhammad or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where I happen to live. I, I don't, I don't think that from a, from the founding of this country, I don't think that that's what it was about. I know, yeah. I know, I know a lot of people feel very differently, but it was based on the religious freedom, right? Freedom to practice whatever faith you choose to. And so when we get into <clears throat> having the deep seated desire to, to win hmm. and to have authority when it comes to government and law and all that, I think, I mean, you hear it in her, in the passion of her voice. I think that gives people the wrong taste of what the kingdom of, of Jesus really is. Cause I mean, Jesus had plenty of opportunities to, to come with power control with to, to forcefully bring his kingdom Like, they yeah, mocked I, they mocked him because, because he, he called him <laughs> because he called himself the king of the Jews and and rides in on a donkey like they yeah. mocked him yeah. for for what he prof- who and, he professed to be and how and what that looked like to everybody yeah yeah because it because it wasn't power and control it wasn't what the zealots thought and dreamt of and and was prophesied about that he was going to come and overthrow the government like. <laughs> I don't know. I think about what Paul wrote to the Corinthians. He said, the message of the cross is foolishness to those who don't believe, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God unto salvation. Like this, this book means something different to us than it does to others. And when we, and, and again, yeah, and you, you, you nailed it. Like we, we would disagree with what she says, right? The Bible is power to us. It is wisdom, right? It, it, it is the word of God. But that's because we value God differently than the world does. And until the world also, until people in the world also value God like that, until they come to encounter Jesus in his goodness, in his kindness, See, his sacrifice for all mankind was also for them. Enter into it. Accept Jesus, accept his righteousness, confess their sin. 
in repentance, right? Until then, all we're doing is forcing people to follow God's word without following God. And that's never gone well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, without it, it's who cares what it is? Who, who, who cares what the law in this country is? Whether it's Christian or Sharia law or what, whatever, or liberal, you know, left wing, like who cares? Who cares? Jesus didn't come to set up a system of governance and law. He came to bring his kingdom to our hearts in spite of whatever else was going on. Yeah. But is, but is that what people see? No. I, it's not only is it not what people, like when you mean, what do you mean people? You mean the world? Is that what the world sees? Yeah. Anybody that's, yeah. Who, anybody that's not following Jesus that's a part of this country. I don't think either side sees it like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I don't think the world sees it like that at all. People who don't, who, that's what I mean to them. It's, it's foolishness. Because it's foolishness. Because they're going to know us. They're going to know that we're following Jesus by our love. Yeah. And, 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 and so we take, we take laws. And again, you and I've had this conversation. We don't disagree with pro-life being pro-life. Yeah. But there's the nuance of, we're going to we're going to take this away and yet all these other areas that seem yeah. to be valuing life that seem to be we don't care about that but we but we won we won the row issue yeah but we're losing all these other issues and yeah. and and people are not seeing love involved in that they're not seeing christianity following jesus it's, it just, it makes my heart hurt. Cause I, yeah. you know, cause people are not seeing what following Jesus looks like. Yeah. They're and seeing a group of people that profess a faith in Jesus desiring power and control. Yes. And controlling everybody else along the way. L- listen, cr- Christianity following Jesus. I mean, he, he warned us it will be offensive. It will be divisive. Yeah. But it should be divisive because of its truth and its and and the power of the gospel, not not in uh, in the way it overcomes people. <laughs> I said that wrong. Hold on. I, I, I'm trying to talk. I'm trying no, to distinguish. I, no, the I pa- think you're right. Yeah, I'm trying to distinguish the power of the gospel versus power and control and money and system oppression. Yes, uh, that's that's the word. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. That's that. Like One, it should be divisive because of the gospel, not because of oppression. And 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 we're and we've talked about it before, right? This this that the, the church has been guilty of maybe manufacturing um, hardship and persecution. When when I mean. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, yeah, a country that was founded on religious freedom is now imposing its will on people who don't care. 
And don't get me. I, I mean, I, I think I think every Christian should be involved in politics. I think every Christian should vote, should have a should have their voice, should be able to. But, but I don't know that we should be trying to create like we'll, we'll talk about it, the, this Christian nationalist thing. Right. Right. I, th- I think of. I, I think of uh, Zion, Indiana or Zion, Illinois. Right, a city started, I don't know, hundred something years ago, well, maybe hundred fifty years ago, by a guy named John Alexander Dowie, and he wanted to to create a city that was Christian outside, like uh, north of Chicago, and he did it. He started it off, and you were it was only you're only allowed to be Christian there. And I look, I you know, here we are, hundred fifty years later. It is in economic depression. Crime rates, crime rates are all. It's always listed among some of the highest cities in Illinois for having high crime. Like huh. it didn't work. <laughs> separating, separating God from the gospel, separating God from the Bible is not going to work. The, the Bible, apart from God, has been used. Look, I, I bet the people who were, who were in the Middle Ages, who were carrying out the Crusades, thought they were doing God's work by killing anyone who wouldn't convert. A war against Muslims to literally, hey, if they're not going to be Christian, we should kill them. And what is that? What does that really mean? Like power and control, but power and control to what to, to manipulate people's behavior. It, it, you know I mean? It's very, yeah. yeah. It's very much like the Pharisees. We're, yeah. we're just trying to get people to behave like us or the way that we want people to behave. And I said that to somebody this week that the Bible without love mm. is is pointless. If the whole thing is about Jesus, the whole thing is about a savior, the whole thing is about redemption the, and rescue. And the whole thing is about love. Yeah. The, I mean, if otherwise, if otherwise we're reading scripture as behavior modification techniques mm. Yeah, and, and 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 so then we then we put that expectation on everybody else. And a, and apart from God, that is what it is, right? Apart from Correct. God, apart from His Spirit indwelling, yes. And apart from His anointing, that that is all it is. But to us who are saved, who believe, correct, it is correct. it is so much more. It is pointing us to the God who is love, the perfect father who is love, the the savior who is love, the spirit that gives us the power to love. And so that's why I don't think it'll ever work. I think that's why people, people in general in America right now who are not Christian followers of Jesus, I will say, they're not seeing that out of this huge sect proportion of or not proportion portion of mm. the country 
that are are pushing all of this. You sh- just like she said, you should behave just like I say. You should have these same yeah. thoughts and ideals and beliefs because we say so because this Bible says so. And to her, she's just seeing that as you're trying to manipulate and control my behavior. Yeah. 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 And and that's not I mean Jesus didn't do that. Everybody he right. interacted with. Right. Everybody he interacted with it was like he let people walk away. He he healed people and shared with people and invited them into hey there's more of this. You you want you think you want to drink. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to give you living water that'll last forever. But until people are ready to receive and respond to that, we continue to love and and, yeah. and and invite and share who God is, not turn around and, and want to win the battle to yeah. control people's lives. And, and not, none of that, none of that. If, if, if you really do believe the Bible and God's word and God's power, None of anything we're saying threatens that. None of anything we're saying, like, compromises truth. Correct. Like, truth is still truth. Yeah. And let let that be the thing that offends people. Let that be the thing that separates the heart. You know, ah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we can go around and around on this, and and maybe sure. we should continue to, right? Like, because it, yeah, it, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, and I, you know, I, I remember hearing a long, long time ago, someone saying the phrase, and and they meant it in terms of like street evangelism, mm-hmm. but how they say they don't tell people that they're Christian. They say instead, they say, I'm a follower of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And that is that is becoming more and more true to me. Yes. It's like, man, the word, the word, and, and I don't I hate it. I hate it because because Christ loves his church. Yes. In all her flaws and mm. <laughs> all her issues and all her misunderstandings. And I'm the chief of them, right? Like. Like I've got them too, and you've got them too. Like in all of our flaws and all of our misunderstanding and all of our unrighteousness and all of our sin and all of our like trying to justify ourselves, God loves and Jesus died for us and loves and loves and loves and continues to love, continues to forgive, continues to have grace on a sometimes on an hour by hour or minute by minute basis for us. So I don't want to deny the name Little Christ. But man, there is so much attached to that. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sure. need to be. Like that doesn't need to be and I I, I don't know, man, I don't know. Cuz it seems like it's getting worse. Every every week, every month, every year, it's getting worse and it's not it's not the like it's it's not the persecution that Christ invites us into. It's it's power and control coming up against other power and control. Right? Didn't Jesus say like beware the leaven of the Pharisees and of Herod? It's the the religion the 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 religious 
people who want to control and the government who wants to control. And man, we're seeing a marriage of the two and everyone's fighting each other. (laughs) And none of this was, none of this was about control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think as, as we talked the the love that can never be separated. And I think about the, the, I think we, we, I know we've talked about this before, but the, the prodigal, right? Like there was no requirement for him to return. There was no, just an abundance of love. And that's why it's scandalous grace. That's why it doesn't make sense to us, but you know, I'm, I, 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 uh, well, I hit, I, I read this tonight. Um, Jesus washed the feet of a doubter, a denier, and a mm. betrayer. The least we can do is be kind to those we disagree with. And I'm with you on the the name. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to say I'm a Christian because, like you said, there's so much attached. I had yeah. I'm actually having uh, coffee this week with a. Uh, somebody from high school, somebody I went to high school with um, just a couple of years ago. Uh, and actually I haven't really, other than a couple messages on Facebook, haven't really talked to her since then. And uh, she lives out. Um, what's it called? Northwest. I don't remember if she's in Oregon or Washington. Oh, okay. Okay. But anyway, Pacific, that's Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest, and uh, you know, so it's going to be good to catch up. But she even said, um, "Hey, I do want to talk to you about uh, some issues of faith." She's like, "I've seen some things you posted and something you've said," and and she goes, "That that doesn't seem to me like kind of what I grew up with." Mm. Um, And I just kind of curious about you know what what your she goes, I, I forget how she expressed it, but about, you know, I, I, I still, I still believe that, you know, Jesus, uh, how did she say it? Something just recognizing the difference between a, I think a heavy handed religion mm-hmm. and this, this way of love, this way of peace, this way of joy this way of following Jesus. And, you know, I I always go back to, you know, Matthew five through seven, like, what's that look like that my heart looks different and is living for a different purpose. And, uh, and, you know, it's, it's what this whole, this whole podcast is about, you know, seeking, seeking humility instead of pride. Yeah. I I think, you know, you, you mentioned Matthew five, I think it's, I think it's just the chapter before where Jesus is in the wilderness being tempted by the devil like forget another worldly system he went up against the devil Mm -hmm. and had had not only had an opportunity from his end but was invited to it from by the devil to enter into power and control Yeah. yeah right like I mean, I mean, what the devil said was true. Like, man, like a whole, a whole host of heaven could come down and save you. And he's still in humility, mm. in laying down his life 
and in truth. In like nothing, no, not one single drop of truth was compromised in Jesus in the way he answered the devil. But he did it by by overcoming him with truth, not with power, not with you. You like, oh, let me let me call down the angels and let's bind you up, devil. And you gotta follow. You gotta do what I say. Like what what a humble what a picture of humility and what a picture of coming up against power and control to move in opposite. Man, as you say that, that's the first time it's hit me thinking about that text. That if Jesus said, I am of another kingdom, mm-hmm. and the devil and Satan was inviting him into this worldly kingdom. Yeah. yeah. That is that is power and control. Just and, worship me. I'll give it all to you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it makes uh, Jesus' power was expressed on this earth yeah. in healing and in loving other people. Yep. I mean, it, it, what what did uh, uh, James and John right called down? Oh yeah, wanted yeah. to call down, call down fire. Uh, yeah, on on a, on a t- on towns that rejected Jesus's message. Yeah, yeah. and Jesus said no, or it's yeah, you know I. The, the whole system of this world is based on, on that power and control. And, and, and Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I was going to say, and there will be a day. There will be a day of, of judgment, right? There will be oh, a day yeah. of an accounting for whether you accepted or rejected Jesus's method, Meth- message, sorry, not method message. Oh, and yeah. method too. Yeah. yeah, like yeah both. <laughs> one day there, there will be an accounting for that. But it's not today. <laughs> like this isn't the this is the last days, but it's not the last day. Yeah. Mm. The last days are the ones of 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 light shining in darkness. Of like you could say of love and of and of the power of God through his gospel, the reality of the gospel, changing hearts. It's, man, Jesus changed hearts, not like he, he could have, I can't get over. He could have, he could have stood before Herod or Pilate when like he certainly had opportunities to, he could have stood before them, performed miracles, changed their heart, revealed himself to them. For them to say, oh, my God, you you are the son of God. You are the king of the Jews. And then let's 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 bring your kingdom and force everyone and and like literally force their kingdoms to come into the the authority of Jesus's kingdom. But he didn't. He revealed himself to children, to women, to people who are marginalized, to a ragtag group of 12 young men. And 70 and 500 and like it, it, he revealed himself to them, it, to their hearts. 
Well, this this will take us back to what's happening in America and the way in which we pursue the things of God as Christians is Constantine tried it. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, how'd that work out? Because because it's again, it's all it's all just a behavior thing. Yeah. And Jesus was all about the heart. God is all about the heart, pursuing the heart. And that's why it'll never work to be dominant in that way. And that's, I think, what we're missing is Christians in this country, as far as desiring political control and control through law and and the justice system is not going to work. Because it's not, it's not penetrating the heart. It's just trying to get people yeah. to fit into what we believe is the right way. Which, again, I'm not saying isn't the right way, but doing that in the way that it's being done is is not gonna. It's not gonna go anywhere. The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and really follow follow it all the way through, and you have the Crusades. This zealous desire for God's justice to be on the earth, so much to to the point of killing people who reject Jesus. Like I, I think that that's that's follow that ultimately all the way out. Which is, which is where any of us could be, that, if yeah. We, if we yeah. lived so many other places on this right. planet, right? And, and and we would say, oh no, oh no, oh no, you know, you you couldn't get me to. Well, that's what we're asking a lot of people. <laughs> I, I tell you, I've been I've been places in the Middle East that are, like, that are run by Muslim law, Muslim nations. I, I didn't I didn't change what I believed. Like truth was still truth to me. I didn't right. compromise anything. Right. But like I there's also certain things that I, I couldn't do because they would have violated Muslim law. Right? Even even on the even on the plane. I I remember my my first time in the Middle East, I was going on to another nation. And we just landed in in a, a, an airport in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. We didn't even deplane, so we were going to stay on. And and when we landed, the stewardesses rushed through to collect any drinks that were out, alcoholic drinks, because they said as soon as the windows open, of like you have to open the windows of the plane, and you cannot have any visible drinks. Like that's their law. Mm. And I, I, I didn't, I wasn't drinking or anything, but I, but people get, and if I was, okay, yeah, here you go. Here's my drink. Like it's the law of the land. It didn't change anything about what I, I didn't all of a sudden be like, oh my God, I guess now, well, I don't even know what to pray. Right. Like, like it didn't change who I followed and it didn't change his truth. And yes, I am set free. It didn't change anything about 
what I believed, who was Lord of my life, and how, and how I related to him. Well, I hope this has given everybody some things to think about, mm. um, really about how we, how we follow Jesus and what that means. And I just pray that, uh, that we be a people that are pursuing Jesus and love and loving other people in abundance, um, in the humble, lowly way that Jesus did. And, uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for joining us today. Yep. Um, we will see you next week. See ya. Peace. Peace.